We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. Fern, you've had a busy day. You were saying well, it's only... just for clarification, just for clarification, I have a busy day every day because I work for a living. That's your fault, Unlike dude. You. That is your Unlike fault. Unlike you. You should have picked, <laughs> you. You picked a better partner like me. I picked a better partner. I was going to agree with you. I should have picked a better partner, 100%. You know, you you make fun of me about a lot of stuff. Who's laughing now? It's noon. I'm still, I'm, I'm still laughing. It's noon. I just rolled out of bed. Hey, you might have less work, but I'll always be taller than you. <laughs> that is a fact. That is a fact. Dude, I had a kid in my class last night. Longest femurs I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm not talking just about height. Like... You could have been eight feet tall, this kid's femurs. I was like, oh my God. Like, so one of the members, his two sons live in Poland for school. Like they're doing a you know, study abroad over there. And that was the first time I met them. I was, it, I was amazed. But every time I hear the, every time somebody uses the word Polish, I think of the, and I wish I was there hearing Jomo talk about the, he gave the Polish ambush uh, analogy. He's like, it's like a Polish ambush. It's tactically unsound. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't know the context in which he gave it, and that drives me insane. Anyway, Jomo, sorry, there's great a- dude, Joe Alexander. So anyway, we were saying you're real busy. We're recording this on January 5th. How many new members have you gotten in 2021 already? Six. You don't even know. You don't even know that's how busy you are. Uh, it's been busy, yeah, yeah. But the then- but we haven't done anything, right? So some of these are like randoms, like what actually does that right before we got on this call, like somebody just walked in the door and I walked him around. He's, we set him, I set him up for his, for his intros or his foundations tomorrow. And then we've already got four people in the books. That's one, one. Line. Yeah. So like probably at least five by the end of this week. So, I mean, you're on a pace to get 20 new members this month. The highest we've ever done is 27. Uh, and, and that is without an ad. Now that's an anomaly. What I tell you is like, we shoot our, our sweet spot is seven to 10. If we can get seven, we will always, there, there is almost no scenario in which we will not outpace in even like really bad attrition. So I think over the, I think December, which is a weird one, we had a couple people move or go on deployment. I, th- I think the total, I have to go back and look at it because it's pretty early in the month. We had eight cancellations in December, all of which were transplants physically to another location. Um, so, but that's really high for us. Most months at zero, typically it'd be, if it was, if it, a, a, a non weird month would be like three, maybe on the high end. Well, and, and point is, you know, we have our calls with our affiliate university clients and we show them how really the gap from where they are and where they want to be is not nearly as substantial as they think. You don't need to be bringing in 27 or even 10 new members a month. You need to A, be retaining your members, but B, what number would you say is really that sweet spot for most affiliates? 
Well, if you ask it a different way, right? So I think it's always about kind of reverse engineering what, what the end result is. Because I, I don't know an affiliate that if I ask them right now, I'd be like, hey, would you take a 36 member increase in your gym? Could you do that? And would you want that right now? I, I, have, I don't know anybody that wouldn't be like, yes, totally. Even if they were packed to the gills, they would sort it out. And that sounds like a lot. And what kind of annoys me as an affiliate owner is there are a lot of people who are pitching this 36 member in a month, which is not, un, un, which is not sustainable. Like it, I don't care what you're doing. You're not providing a good experience. However, however good you might think it is, it's not good. Um, and people get lost in the shuffle. You bring, if I brought in 36 people, I wouldn't have an idea who half of them were at which point the mem, the client experience is severely degraded. But if I say 36 over 12 months, that means three people a month which you could do nothing. And I'm pretty certain three people would accidentally walk into your building looking for something else three times a month. Yeah. And you know, funny, funny you say that because I read the daily stoic every day. Here you go. Plug for the daily stoic Ryan holiday. And today's one of the things he talks about is law 29 of the 48 laws of power is planned all the way to the end. And then in the seven habits of highly effective people, begin with the end in mind. So I think for right. a lot of people, they're like, oh, I need to do this. And it's like, well, you need 100 members. So let's figure out how we work backwards from that and get you to 100 members. And more often than not, it's just this slow trickle in, three new members per month without losing three members. I have yet to see an affiliate. Uh, and I know they're out there, they exist. But more often than not, 99 percentile to see a scenario where a net gain of three would not solve almost all of their problems and check their goals with inside of 12 months if not closer to seven to eight so where is the disconnect because so many boxes think they need to get better at marketing and get better at selling so that I think is the number one disconnect is everybody. And then there's people that are pushing this out there and whatever to each their own, sell your shit. I'm cool with it. Capitalism. Sales is not the issue for most people. You don't, you don't need to bring more. And here's how we know this. When we look at people's new members and lost members, the new members is always way higher than they think it is. I'm like, how many member, how many new people have you brought in over the last for three months, right? So a running average. And the, and the number is somewhere between six to seven. It's like six and a half people just on average that we see consistently coming through. Sometimes it's nine, 10, 11, something like that. The problem is equally or more people are falling out of the bucket underneath that, which is not a sales problem. If you could just keep the people that you have via many mechanisms, you would come to realize very quickly that sales is not your problem. Keeping people is your problem. Right, get providing a good experience is your problem. Dialing up a scenario in which I'm addressing these people's concerns, giving them a kick-ass experience, so where they love to be here, is the problem, not sales. Most people are accidentally doing nothing on a really poor basis, bringing in enough people to do that to to check all of the boxes for what they want to do every single month. So it's it's not so much that it's the sales; it's that. They actually don't look at Lindsay. You, yeah. For, for those she's that, trying to, she's trying to make it on the internet. Well, you know, we'll put you in there. Yeah. One day, Lindsay, Lindsay, you, you Lindsay, Andrew, 
She's the third best coach at CrossFit Rife. Wait, are you guys recording right we now? We are recording. Yeah, you're interrupting <laughs> us. You're interrupting us. Lindsay Andrews, she's been on the show. If, if, you're, if you watch the show on YouTube, you would see that. But if you're listening to it, you'll just have to take our word for it that Lindsay interrupted us. But it's, it's often that they're not – it's not that they're bad at selling. They don't actually know what they're selling. So that, yeah, so that's the problem that is right before – thinking that you have a sales problem. So if you're an affiliate owner, again, just do a little exercise, go into whatever systems Zen planner, Wattify, uh, push, like whatever you use, doesn't matter. And just look at how many new people month over month that I bring over the last three months. And I am willing to bet large sums of money of J's that that number is sufficient to get to your, to, to get you to your goal, whatever it is, whether it's a, num- a number of members or whether it's a financial goal or whatever, like it's there. It's, it, it is sufficient enough. The problem is not the sales. Enough people know about CrossFit and are looking for CrossFit. It, was it not the number one searched thing within fitness on Google last year? I don't know. Is that true? I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was. I remember on one I of the people they brought it up. I'm pretty sure they brought second. it up. I, I was second. It was CrossFit, I, then Jason Ackerman. Body by Jay was the second. Yeah. <laughs> the uh after telling that no, but, story about rogue yeah everybody's searching right. it. the uh no i, thought, I think by I'm, the way I'm, I'm pretty certain one of those calls real quick one of those calls that uh rosa did with us he they that? brought up one of those me- yeah well he didn't say that he brought he, they put up the metrics for search engines uh results for google and crossfit was top of the heap even in the midst of the worst year of all time in the worst yeah just is 2020 the worst year ever? No, definitely not. That's an overstatement. I was trying to be you. Oh, what is the worst yeah, year was, ever? Was it the Great Depression? Was it World War II? Was it I mean, a different? I mean, well, a different how are we? Disease? What are we? What What are the metrics we're using for worst year ever? Just like death rate and the, like the probability of you dying. That could be it, right? Listen, we're there's no better time to be alive now if you're thinking if that's the metric we're using. Well, especially like the, because the things that the things that you could die from a hundred years ago far exceeded like lifespan, for instance, significantly lower than it is today. Well, talk about no better time to be alive. Best hour of their day is on Patreon. <laughs> there you go. So if you want to support us on Patreon for six dollars a month, you get to hear just how optimistic Fern is one extra time that doesn't appear on the podcast you get a bonus call with us we answer your questions you get to find out is fern like this only for the show or is he like this all the time hey which is what you get by the way it's your daughter's birthday today i'm very proud of you that you know that i keep i keep track once i found out i didn't actually know your son's name i was like <laughs> i got it there's a lot of guilt <laughs> i've got to get to know it was your wife's birthday recently wasn't it it's her birthday's new year's eve New Year's Eve, you at the super spreader event at the Fern right. House. <laughs> right. What'd you get Done. your wife for her birthday for her 40th birthday? We, I got her a hard top for her Jeep. Well, that was for Christmas, but that was kind of like a duel, oh, which, which I know you're birthday. not supposed to. Yeah. I, I told her, I finally told her, we're like, we're moving your birthday. This New Year's Eve shit is for the birds. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a party every year at least. And what do you get a seven year old girl for their birthday? Anything unicorn. <laughs> just anything, anything unicorn anything with a unicorn on it or a rainbow we got her uh jess bought her this uh clay watering pot that has like this weird rainbows on it and she's like the happiest kid of all time 
I can't believe it was seven years ago at the CrossFit Games that I stumbled onto that bus hungover, the most hungover I've ever been in my entire life. And you and Jess were there with like a newborn infant. That's interesting. Some of the most hungover moments of my life have also been leaving the CrossFit Games. Yeah, I mean, CrossFitters work hard and party hard, that's for sure. Uh, but going back to it, yes, we're on Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash best hour of their day. Support us. Hey, I just had a call with a group of people. One guy's taking his level three test tomorrow. And he just said everything he's learned from CrossFit, he's learned from this podcast. There you go. Good luck, so, sir. Good luck, yeah, sir. Good it's luck. Matt, level Matt three. O. I, I think oh, you know. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. So we'll find out if he passed. But, you know, we're, we're excited to be on Patreon. So go, going back to the topic at hand, how do we help box owners understand? I think, yeah, I think for so long it's been, well, you know, we sell this extreme fitness and we sell this elite fitness and we sell this, you know, idea that you can get really strong, but that's not really what you're selling. What are, what are they selling? There, there is a, there's a pretty multi-layered process for like doing this correctly. My personal, having done it multiple iterations and trying to unscrew myself many times over the past 11 years to get this right there, you know, a, you have to figure out the what, and then right after that, the, what is now, how do I figure out the how and the how isn't this super abstract idea of like pursue excellence? Well, yes, that should be like a guiding tenant within what you do. That's not how that's not very clear, right? How the hell I do that. That's just a pie in the sky thing that looks good on the wall. That, that isn't super helpful. Um, what I need to figure out is like, what is the actual number that I need to hit in order to get to my goal. That is the most eye-opening things that we do for affiliates and affiliate you. Is it walking through that process and showing them that what they believe or perceive to be the Grand Canyon is the equivalent of jumping over a small puddle. It's not that big. I just want to give a shout out to myself. I one of you know one one of our members, I don't want to say their name or their box, but this month will pay themselves not only for the first time ever, but $3,000. They went from never paying themselves to working a part-time job in addition to box ownership. So we had our call with them. And, you know, this is for those listening. We get on a call with you. You talk to our girl, Katie. She's the best. She's a rock star. We hop on a call with you and kind of go through some things, find out what you're trying to do, whether we'll be a good fit for you, you're a good fit for us. And I had this conversation with this person and I said to them, I was like, look, either you sign up with us or I'm going to ask you to shut your gym down. And they were like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you're losing money. Like you don't, so many people don't have a business. They have a hobby. And a lot of people don't actually have a hobby. They have a chore because when you're paying to do They have a bill, they literally have a, a bill. bill. It's right. a bill. That's what it is. Because your hobby, you don't have to pay and go to when you, like I was made the analogy, like ideally my hobby is guitar, but when I'm busy, I don't pick up the guitar. If I don't want to, I don't pick up the guitar. You don't have that option when you have a four five and 6 PM class to coach tonight. And not only, you know, your members, you look at them like, I hate you. I hate you. Cause I'm losing money. So I was like, you, everybody has a passion for coaching. I have a passion for coaching. Great. If you have a passion for coaching, here's what I want you to do. Shut your gym down. Stop losing money. Go to the box down the road. Let them know you're a level two trainer and say, hey, I'd love to coach for you. Will you pay me $20 an hour? Now you're making money. So right. I said this to this box owner and they signed up. And within two weeks, maybe we went through their numbers. 
and they're now making $3,000. And then going back to what you said, tying this into what you said, we looked at their numbers. If, if they bring in three new members a month for six months, her pay is going to go from $3,000 to $9,000 a month. That's a over, six. Over this, over how, what's the period of time again? Six months. Over six months, right. Yeah. And, Who wouldn't want that? Right. And that's not like, okay, it ends. That's like forever now. And that's going to only increase. But imagine going from zero. Going back to a post you made earlier about making $100,000. It is absolutely doable. And I will also throw in this. It looks nothing like you think it looks like. If you're an affiliate, I'll be like, what do I need to do to make $100,000? There's people saying that. I'm like, I can, I can matter of factly tell you, it looks nothing like you think it looks like. It looks not at all like and, what you think it looks like. And it's not that hard as a business. Like I know it sounds crazy. Two people that have it's done it, you simple. and I. It's, it's simple, but I would, I would argue that it is hard. Otherwise, everybody would be doing it. I, I, well, I don't think simple, it's not simple easy, and hard. Right? Right? Simple, yeah. not e simple, not easy. Right. I, I agree with you, but how many phone calls have we been on or spoken to people where it's like, I'm not in this for the money. I'm like, well, then get the fuck out. Like, neither was I. I'd be honest. And in 2007, the only reason I opened was I was burned out and I was looking for an easier way to make the same amount of money, about $36,000. I was like, if I can make $36,000 a month, with less hours and doing CrossFit instead of one-on-one -on -one training and kickboxing, I'll take it. But then you realize, wow, like the, the possibility is literally endless. Yeah. And, and that's what, that's usually what we're, is it just to try to get people to understand is the, is the, the goal line is so much closer than they actually think. It's just that they can't see the forest through the woods. They're looking at the goal line instead of looking like, what do I need to do to get to the goal line? Right. And it's usually, again, it's usually not the big, like very rarely. And I can think of only in like an extreme circumstances, would we dial up something that'd be like, you need a net gain of five every single month to hit the goal. Almost I mean, never. Almost never. That's 60 people a year. Like no gym needs 60 to get what they want. Right. Unless you're charging five bucks a person. But for the most part, a net gain of three in 12 months, if you just do the easy math on that, gets you where you want to be again, simple concept, right? But this begs the question, like, why are people not doing it? And it's because they are not putting in all the things in place that you need to do to make that easier. Yeah. I mean, we've had dozens of calls so far with our clients and I don't think either of us have showed them that they need more than three new people a month. And again, sometimes five is extreme. Five is extreme. Uh, there's, I mean, there's so many problems involved with that. Number one, this is most of them, like at this point, like you really haven't ironed out like what it would look like to bring this person in. Like, what does the process look like? And I don't mean like you have three, whatever. I mean, like really ironed this out or like, what does the experience look like? Like, how am I going to treat them? What am I going to give them? Like all these things, top to bottom, soup to nuts. And then from there, figuring out, okay, what is my strategic plan in order to make this happen? Right. Again, if you're doing three accidentally, quite frankly, would be a decent plan. But like if you do it intentionally, the number's way higher. Once you do that, then it's easy. Right. Like once I put everything in place, like once you lay the groundwork, right, this is no different. Right. So every, for those of you that have taken your level two, you've probably had the uber awkward experience of one of us asking you, when you go out to teach a movement, hey, can you tell me the points of performance for the deadlift very quickly? And you know, rattle off something that sounds like um, 
hands on the bar, feet on the floor, at which point we'll kind of probably stop you and be like, okay, no, that's not what it is, right? You're talking about stance and grip. What we're talking about is points performance. You can't teach the deadlift and do it very, very efficiently in what seems very easily unless you do the basics first. And it's no different than running your gym. I can't create this kind of like what would be considered a sales machine where that looks like you're bringing in 10 to 20 people a month and converting on 10 to 12 of those, which is not unrealistic without running ads that you couldn't convert on it. Like, but, but you have to have all of the things in place to make sure that that is something that you could replicate and that the experience is the same every single time. Right. And I think that's something that we really promote. We don't push this marketing machine behind it. No. Every time we do this, I dial up like what seemingly is the most laughable scenario ever. Right? Be like, hey, do you think you could bring in two people a month and keep them? And they're just like, uh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, because the last three months you brought in six each Well, that's time. the other thing. The, you know, I always tell people like they go when when someone goes to a breakup, they are really upset. I'm never gonna find somebody else. And I'm like, let's go back through the trends of your life. You broke up with so and so, you found somebody new. You broke up with them, you found somebody new. Then you do this with a box owner about new members. Like, how am I gonna get three a month? Like, over the last three years, you've done that. Yeah, now, over the last three years, you've had 900 members. Yeah. Now <laughs> let's not lose those members, and let's really focus on providing these new people exactly what they want, knowing what we sell and giving that to them. So right. how do you recommend somebody kind of determine exactly what they sell? Because every box is different. Yes, we sell CrossFit, functional fitness, community, but how do they determine, all right, this is what makes my spot unique? Well, that's almost, that's a question that almost nobody can answer. Like, so if you're a box owner listening to this and I'm like, hey, what's unique about your gym? Almost undoubtedly programming, <laughs> right. Right? Almost undoubtedly almost undoubtedly coaching in community. And and here's the deal. I'm not saying that isn't what makes it unique. It is what makes it unique. It they it is the unique thing about CrossFit. Everybody wants to tout that like other fitness things have community. No, they don't. Not even a question. It's not a thing. CrossFit is the leader in community-based fitness. Like it literally didn't exist beforehand. Jazzercise, maybe, right? They're still around. Now, with regard to that, if every CrossFit gym has that, how unique could it possibly be? So that's the first thing is like, I haven't really figured out like what it is unique about my gym. So what's unique about CrossFit Rife? Like I'm not, you can put me on the spot. I know what it is about what is unique about us, right? So there's a couple different things. Number one, seminar staff level trainers, right? Like we have three of them. Now that's not even the one that I pitch. Right, because you say that, the average new person has no idea what you're has no about. idea. So I'm never going to bring it up. I might bring it up casually just in order to place expertise somewhere in the conversation. Right. But it's not something I'm hanging my hat on. But the other thing we offer is like we have expertise and special programs in our, like we're the only place that has a full scale weightlifting team in our gym. Right. So whether you want to do CrossFit or Olympic lifting, you could do both of them together. You could do them separately. We also have recovery based services here. So you're not going to walk into another gym that has what we have, which is like a full-time weightlifting staff with a team, largest CrossFit, excuse me, largest weightlifting team in the country housed here at our gym or who has sauna, cryotherapy, all these other things. So right there off the top, those are things that make me unique in addition to like sprinkling on, sprinkling on some other things. We're open all day. Every membership comes with open gym access. Like we have a massage therapist in-house. So these are the things that I want to 
be able to express because that's part of the problem. Sales isn't your problem. First thing you don't, you can't clearly communicate what it is that you sell. More importantly, what do people get for their money? Right? Like that's a that's a super awkward question to answer. Or like, hey, what do I get for my for my membership? And you're like, oh, well, you get to come into the gym. Yeah. Okay. You, you get to come to the, yeah, come into the gym and be around the like, people. And people also, right. you say community, like the average person doesn't understand what that represents at a gym. No. You know, obviously Again, we understand the term community, but right. But they're so un CrossFit is so unique, and we get it now. Like, oh, you don't get it. They're going to cheer you on, and you're going to actually meet people and become friends and maybe date people. But they don't. All they understand is weight. But there's just weights here. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? You guys sweat, and occasionally people throw up, right? Like that. That doesn't sound community based. Sounds like a really <laughs> shitty frat party. The so so that that's like the one of the first disconnects there. And again, kind of like to going back to a social media post that we made the other day about just living in this bubble of CrossFit and like not having a real clear picture on like what true fitness actually is. It's the same thing here. We assume that other people get it when they don't. And I'm, and we'd like to hang our hats on the things that people don't understand, right? They don't understand intensity. They don't understand if you're a good coach. They don't understand the the, the actual true really amazing piece of what community fitness is all about, right? Which you're going to find in a CrossFit community, which is like, these people are going to be at your wedding. They're going to babysit your kids. They're probably going to save you from some weird disaster in five years that you don't know about. Like all these things are going to happen. You can't pitch that. It's it, they don't know you. So you can't hang your hat on that. So I have to find what are the other things that are tangible to a new buyer that, they can look at that and be like, oh, that's what I get. Like, this is this is what I'm getting for my money, right? You just sold them the intangible. You need to sell them the tangible. They will get it later. Do you notice anything different about me? You look one day younger. Do I look a little younger? Probably because I trimmed up my beard and used Doc's Bart you, oh, you Okay. I was, I was just on the phone call with them earlier, but yeah. Yeah, well, I, Doc Spartan, you guys should check it out. I use Doc Spartan every day, the Sex Panther beard butter, and I do trim. I've been trimming what my own beard. Sex, what does Sex Panther smell like? I wish I could tell you, but I have such a bad sense of smell. I can't tell you. Does it smell like what, what we think it smells like based on um, uh, Anchor Man? Yeah. I don't know. It just feels good, to be honest. It feels good in my beard. But I've been trimming my own beard since COVID. I think I do a pretty good job. I use a six clipper and then I get my Manscaped trimmer out and just kind of trim up the edges. It's pretty good. Not bad. I also have a Manscaped trimmer. Yeah, I don't use it. I mean, it's useless down there. My wife's nine months pregnant. I don't get any of that anymore. Yeah, well. Does it get any better for her seven years later? Yeah, it should. I mean, I don't know. Like, like that's a you problem. My wife's, my wife's plenty happy. The, um, but anyway, before we go on, use the code best hour, 15% off doc Spartan veteran owned company, CrossFit yeah, affiliate yeah. doing some really good stuff at, at their affiliate too. Like, like re they have some unique stuff going on there too. They uh, have some stuff going on with like other small businesses and, and, um, and doing some stuff with rehab folks. So, um, look them up doc Spartan, not just, uh, not just a supporter of the show, but just doing some cool kind of like good person type shit on the side well, too. And, you know, speaking of knowing what you sell, if 2020 taught me anything, 
and I think this will resonate. It's like you have to support businesses that know what they sell and do it for the right reasons. And you can buy anything on Amazon these days. I mean, that dude has a crazy monopoly on the world of selling shit. And I try my best to seek out companies. I don't buy much personally. Did you watch Less Is Now on Netflix, the minimalism show? No. I've been, I've been throwing out every day. I've been talking to our friend Becky Harsh. So you do one thing on the first, two on the second. I'm like running out of things to throw out. But I don't buy much. But when I do, I'd rather spend a little more. Not that Doc's Barn is more. It's actually fantastically priced. But support the companies that I actually Small like. businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, in the ecosystem. That's what the funny thing that I always the CrossFit is this it's this own self-sustaining ecosystem. Almost everything that people buy in the CrossFit ecosystem came out of the CrossFit ecosystem. Yeah, when like we it talk spawned about out of somebody who was a CrossFitter, right? Like Rogue, any almost everything else. Reebok is the exception. Yeah, but if but Reebok was I you know, you, you talk to the people at Reebok like Austin and they say like CrossFit's percentage doesn't really do much to the bottom line of Reebok, but I don't know that Reebok would still be in business if they didn't hop in bed with CrossFit 10 years ago. I have no idea if that's accurate or not. I just, I just know, again, we live in our, <laughs> not shocking. We, I just know that they're, they're like the exception with regard to that, right? Like they're, like they're the, they're the one I'm trying to think of another one. Yeah. I feel like they're the one large, I mean, Nike, if you want to throw them in there. A handful of like the Penley bars, that type of stuff that was already around, but even those guys, huge they oh, they'd be in Penley's out, you're right. Well, Glenn Penley, uh, you know, RIP. Well, passed well he away. passed away, but, yeah. but but they went out of business before that. But yeah, there's some companies like that. But I mean, so even Olympic lifting as a sport would have died. It wouldn't have died. It would have been oh, in the Olympics. Yeah. But and anybody who's anybody who's honest with that, and I think most of them are honest, would would completely agree with that. I was a personal trainer for 2007. I opened CrossFit, so nearly 20 years, and I had never done a clean or a snatch until CrossFit. Right. So imagine you still can't do a cleaner. I mean, I still, I've done them just not well. Just not well. <laughs> I had a PR 200 power clean yesterday. I was really happy with it. Um, but you know, love or hate coach Glassman. That's one thing he, he did. He was like, Hey, I'm going to start this thing. And then it's a free market. I mean, he probably, if he wanted to, when rogue opened, could have been like, cool, you want to market to my people? I own 10% of this company. Right. I mean, like That's, he could have, but he didn't. I mean, he was a true libertarian, which that I do respect about yeah, him. Yeah, you got it. Uh, I don't know that it was the best thing ever for you know for the eternity of the company, but you know, I, I'm I think he laid a good base that was 100 or 1,000 percent organic, and I'm really excited about what you know Eric Rosa and what the, the team he's brought in, and they're doing some really really cool stuff that um that they're going to have done in at light speed. Quite frankly, I, I think oh, once yeah. you, but. Again, going back to some of the clear the clarity that he's bringing, right? Which is like, what do we sell, right? Like he, there you can if you want a good example of like what you should be doing in your affiliate. If you pay attention, which very few people do, you pay attention to the home office and the things that they're doing, and you don't have to get out a microscope, right? Like just pay loose attention to what they're doing, which you're going to get most of these updates in the affiliate email that goes out once a week you can start to kind of copy the method and you can see the clarity and what they're doing start to take shape it. And none of that is by accident. I'm telling you right now, you should try to mimic that. Right. So it's like get clarity, understand that sales is not your issue and it's not, it's both right. Like it's sales and retention are not like either, or like you need both. Like I just can't have 
stagnant and have 100% retention and retain those people ever. I do need sales, but I also need to make sure that my sales is significantly higher than my retention fallout or my churn rate is what we would describe it. So, and there's, there's things that we can put in place to do that. But first, I have to really get clear on like what it is that I do, who that I serve, and then understand that like you're very, very likely already getting the inquiries, the inquiries that you need to hit your goal. The problem is you're not getting them. So let's um, give a little peek behind the curve. We're not going to give away too much, but one thing that we we talk to our affiliate you clients about is finding the people that you enjoy being around and mm -hmm. that support the box. So we're not going to dig deep into what it is, but just to give it the listener something tangible, if you're a box owner or even just a coach, find one person that you actually enjoy at the box and that has been there and that supports you. You're, we're talking about the people that, Hey, we got a new t-shirt. I want to buy it. Hey, we have a new program. I want to buy, Hey, we're having a party. What time can I show up to help set up? Can I help clean up? Those are the people that you want. Take them out for a cup of right. coffee. Right. Take them out to dinner. You probably owe them. Yeah. I mean, they've been paying you hundreds of dollars for years. Yeah. Take them out to dinner, take them out for a coffee, whatever you're comfortable with and just find out why they're there, why they've stuck around, you know, what you can do to get more people like them. What you'll probably find when you have that conversation is that sales is not your problem. Those people could sell it for you. Quite frankly, they could probably sell it better than you, which is why you're going to talk to them to figure out like what it is that they love about you. Then from there, I just have to figure out like, how do I replicate these people? Again, organically first always. But from there, again, the first thing we have to acknowledge is that I already have what I need in-house. And I've learned this the easy way. I've learned it the hard way. I've learned it at a micro level and I've learned it at a macro level. You already have everything that you need within arm's reach. It is not about sales. Sales is not your problem. You need to think about your business differently. You do not need this massive influx of people every single month. Three people a month, net gain of 36 every year. You are crushing life in 12 months and you are living big in 24. Love it. So check us out on Patreon. $6 a month, support us. You get a bonus episode of Best Hour where we answer your questions. More coming on as well. The link will be in the show notes. Please, Katie. Doc Spartan, use the code Best Hour, 15% off. Support a local business, support a veteran owned business, and support the business that keeps me looking youthful and sexy. For Fern, something like that. This is Ackerman. We hope you've had the best hour of your day. How's that? That, was that wasn't bad. That was right? We good, need some. Right? We need some feedback on I that one. About everybody. It. Right. I was gonna. I'll clean it up a little. Dramatic bit. pause. It was good. It was good. I'll clean that up. Here you go. All right. All we'll right. Keep working on. What was somebody's? It was like somebody had some really funny ones in there. As if like if it looks like shit, smells like shit, it's probably shit. <laughs> you know what? I don't like any of our fans. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like all of our fans are just more of you. They're just more uh, friends. Listen. That lesson learned, everybody. How do you replicate your number one fan? I'm my number one fan. We just have a, an army of ferns behind an us. An army of ferns. Yes, I love it. <laughs> an army of fighting houseplants pushing us down the road. Well, as always, we hope we've given you some information and also something tangible. Like Fern said, three a month, you're going to be thriving. Take somebody out for coffee. Take them out for dinner. Get to know why they're there. Get to know why they've stuck around so long. Support us on Patreon. Support Doc Spartan. Mm -hmm.
And that's it for today. So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time.